Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. The Black Fat Femme Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Dr. John Paul, LLC. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Black Fat Femme Podcast, where all the intersections of identity are celebrated. I am John, also known as Dr. John Paul, and we are recording on uh, my birthday and the release of Beyonce's Renaissance, so y'all already know how I feel. I am elated, I feel blessed and sanctified. I am so grateful to be here today. Um, How are y'all feeling? Uh, First of all, praise Beezus, and second of all, we must... (laughs) We must give flowers to you, Mother Dr. John Paul. The blueprint for many of us for being born on this day. Obviously, flowers to Miss Edwina for birthing you on this beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Happy fucking birthday, royalty. And as I said, praise to be says hallelujah on this glorious day as well. My name is Jordan. But today, y'all can call me Church Girl Joho. Y'all already know how I feel, too. Jasmine, how about yes. you? Yes. Come on, Church Girl. <laughs> Honestly, yes. okay. <laughs> I woke up. My body feeling like, can I cuss on here? You sure can. Baby. Cuss away. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> feeling like shit. I was feeling like shit. Mm. But y'all's energy, and first of all, all of us looking this cute. 
I'm uh, like, uh, I'm feeling yeah. good. Come on now. Yes. Yes. I'm so happy. So y'all hear a third voice today. And I'm so, 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 so. I, like, literally, I feel like I'm fangirling and I'm trying not to, but I'm going to do it anyway because that's just who I am. Um, so I do want to say quickly before we jump into who's with us today, that third verse, you're, you're, that third voice you are hearing. Um, I had the chance to meet uh, Jasmine at an event in 2019. Um, we met at the event for it was was it what was it um HBO Max it was the yes what show was oh it? before twenty nine that was the the one about the laughs is the all girl the sketch show the black lady oh, sketch um, show black lady sketch yes. show yes we met uh, in person at party. the black lady sketch show wasn't it a, such a good party and yeah. then a couple of months later the world said nope um <laughs> the last good party of the shut year. it down it was the last good party that we had in 2019 <laughs> um and we've been friends ever since and so I just want to say I'm super inspired by you I'm reminded daily that our calling as black fat fems is to create the shit that we need to see and so I'm mm. so 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 excited to welcome you jasmine to the show how are you honestly again i'm so thankful for y'all for having me i'm so thankful that y'all have this platform because i mean i i already know that there are so many people that can relate and identify with y'all but maybe don't have the space or the safety Mm. to do so and so i'm glad that there's this outlet to kind of uh have that community without having to all be together it's really important yeah and we've Mm. gotten so i'll say this joho um i don't know if you're seeing the love come through but i've already had people follow me and be like oh my god i listened to the show on my trip or you know i was with family and i didn't feel good and i was listening to this episode and it made me feel good so all of the response in the feels i'm like getting this this energy that i'm feeling i'm just getting so much positive energy back and i'm just so grateful i think what people are really picking up on is the love that me and joho have for each other Mm -hmm. um, and for for our journeys but then also the love that we have for other black fat femme folks in the community as well um and so joho again we always start our show by saying we love each other uh and we always kind of go in knowing that we are going to talk about how much we love each other in the show um and so i just kind of wanted to say again thank you everybody and i'll say it at the end of the show too but thank you everybody for the love and the support that we've been getting um Mm. as this show has been going okay um so with that being said i'm gonna throw it to y'all um you know we at the beginning of every show we do our first segment which is still here Cue fake Tisha Campbell music (laughs) (laughs) because we don't want to get sued. Um, And and so one of the things that I wanted to ask in our still here segment um, is, you know, what is something you've reconnected with yourself over this week? And so at the beginning of the show, we love for our guests to go first and then I'll throw it to you, Joho. So Jasmine, uh, what, what have you reconnected with yourself over in the last couple of weeks? You know what? Um, I actually, okay, so I had therapy this week um, Mm. for the first time in maybe like three weeks. Mm. And my therapist was doing this new kind of, I don't know if it's like a new practice, but um, where when we talk about something that has me like in a lot of feelings, whether it's like happy, sad, this case it was sad, I was crying. um, And we like paused and talked about where I was feeling that in my body Mm. and um like she noticed like I would take some deep breaths and she called that out and I would say you know like oh I feel like I can't breathe 
And she's like, okay, but where on your body do you feel that, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, she's always been the type of therapist that has really pushed me to connect my mind and my body together. Um, And so I feel like that was a little bit of a reminder and a jumping off point for me to really, really, really be conscious of my feelings, what I'm feeling in like on my body, in my body and in my mind, like kind of getting them all on the same page. Not you getting all deep so early Not in the like, damn show, <laughs> God damn it. Christ, I felt that. And I was like, okay, but now you're the therapist telling us about uh, <laughs> paying attention to where we are at in our bodies. Oof. Oof. I was like, Jesus da- as I was finishing that sentence, I was like, damn, this is deep. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm getting the feels all too early. I'm like, where are you feeling oh, everything? The body child. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that. Ooh, ooh, Jasmine. Yeah. Like, thank you. Thank you for that. That was just like. And I, I love, I love a therapist who can really align you with yourself and your body. Like that means mm-hmm. so much. You have someone to guide you to do that. I will say, a lot, speaking of aligning self with bodies, my friends yeah. know that I love to dance and I'm good yes. at it, fam. I'm real good at it. But yes. the, the Pam Pisa has made it challenging to find spaces where I can <laughs> dance and feel safe to do it. But last night, I played Renaissance until 1 a.m. And I was throwing it all over my house. No one could catch it. It was just me. Yes. <laughs> I've made I've made a little close friends list on Instagram. I blessed the folks with it. So mm. I will say, in terms of uh reconnecting to myself, to my ass, I am glad that you are still here with me today. Yes. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> journey for you. And listeners, y'all can't see it, but I just want to throw out. Jordan, your curls are so on point today. I'm not even going to hold you, sis. I'm living for the curls. It's that Um, fresh shower life. (laughs) Yes, bitch. Get your life. I live. I live. I live. I live. But I'm kind of in the same mind. I think that this is, it's so good to hear that we are all kind of centering with our our, our bodies and our feelings and how we feel about kind of us and where we are. Um, I know for myself, kind of alluding to the same notion, right? Um, I've been struggling with kind of like listening to my own emotions around a lot of the stuff that has been happening and moving around me. As many of you know, we talked about last week, I'm in the process of trying to write a book. I'm in the process of teaching. I'm in the process of so many different kind of like life-changing things. Um, And I think the hardest thing for me has been kind of connecting to the emotions that I've had as a writer, right? This constant pressure in Mm. entertainment and in Mm. journalism to feel like I have to be successful on so many different fronts. And it's not even just about television. I think for me as a writer, it's just wanting to feel like people are actually vibing with the stuff that I'm putting out into the world. And there was a moment where I felt like that wasn't happening. So I said, I'm not going to write anymore. Um, Uh, And as the days have started to move and, and my, uh, I wouldn't say my editor, but my actual (laughs) agent has been like, what are you writing? (laughs) Cause you've got to write. Um, (laughs) I feel like I've been reconnecting with that. Um, And I think that's been the biggest thing for me is like the feeling of actually putting something down in a Google doc or on paper or in my iPad. Like just even doing the show notes today. I, and again, sorry to y'all, they were a little late because this was crazy. Um, <laughs> no. I was gonna say birthdays. no. Uh, yeah, but it was just it was really cool to like sit down and be able to like how creative and how like I, I don't want to say you have to be smart to be able to kind of put something together, but I think as all of us, we've all written, right? We all have different accolades and different spaces we write in. 
there's a lot of energy that goes into you pouring yourself onto the page. And so it's just been really cool to kind of get back to that voice that, that I feel like for a moment, I kind of silenced, you know, by taking a backseat to writing. So that's where I'm at. I'm still here. I'm still writing, even if I'm writing for pennies, but the reality of the matter is, is because <laughs> journalism baby. life is not fun. Baby. Um, with that being said, it, it's, it's been very good to kind of get back to that voice that I kind of put down for a minute. So um, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm Oh, there, you know there is something about putting things to paper that makes us visualize it that makes it more real so i totally feel that i love that journey for you john and speaking of paper totally. we got we gotta pay the man before these lights turn <laughs> off so we're gonna take a break real quick and we'll be right back okay y'all happy pride from tomboy x we just dropped our pride 24 collection queer founded queer run and creating size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin visit tomboyx.com to shop hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher i'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the girlfriends in season one we told you about the murder of gail katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend bob at one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. 
Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So this week, I wanted to dive into this idea of what it means to create intersectional content. And so for this week's category is we are going to be talking to Jasmine a little bit about their journey. Um, what have they felt as they kind of had the end on lock um, as a and I hate using the word influencer, but really at the end of the day, you are influencing folks like mm-hmm. myself to be more upfront and more open about my lived experience. And too, yes. Right, yes. Like you literally <laughs> are the influencing the girls to yes. open up and speak truth to power. And so we wanted to get into the category, right? Like what has it been like for you to be in the spotlight, to be kind of creating your own lane and stuff. And so um, one of the first questions that we have for this week's category is really thinking about, where your story began like i was trying to peruse and do all of the 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 you know social media sleuthing to find <laughs> to the find feds. your backstory right the feds everybody's out there um but tell us like tell us a little bit about how your journey began and kind of what made you want to be so forward as like you said a cornbread fed lesbian like what yes, made you yes. want to be so open and honest about your journey Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I just put that in my email signature, as you saw, and I'm like, <laughs> it's just time. It's time yeah. that anybody emails me and knows this. Yeah, um, no. I honestly, I feel like from a really, really early, early age, my parents have always kind of set that um, precedent of my head of like, I'm, I'm a leader type of mm. thing. Um, uh, I, my mom is white and my dad is black in our area. We didn't really have a lot of like black people in general. Um, and then to be, um, a mixed child also like not Mm. really happening in that area. So Mm. I think my parents kind of came at it as like, uh, there are people who are going to be thinking and saying that you're different. And the only difference is you're better. You know, the only difference is 
you lead the pack. You don't follow the pack, you know? Mm. Um, and so that pretty much, I mean, whether I hated that or loved that, I feel like that was a, a big thing when growing up that I kind of like had to remember, even I'm sure you both can definitely relate to this too, even when you tried so hard to maybe fit in. And no matter what, no matter how you straightened your hair, no matter how you mm-hmm. put on the clothes that everyone was wearing, you were still going to be different, you know, in some way or another. Um, and I feel like in by the time I got to college, I kind of like let that go and let mm-hmm. myself being a little bit more free. Um, and I also found in college too, which I didn't even realize until I looked back at this, um, I was an art major. And so I had to do a senior thesis and I did a senior thesis where I had everybody, like anybody, I put like flyers around my campus and I was like, Mm -hmm. anybody who wants to come into my art studio, wear as much or as little clothes as you want. I'm going to give you this thing that you can cover your face with and I'm going to take pictures of your body. And that was it. And Mm. then um, I got strangers. I got friends. I got so many different people. I arranged them on these like big pillars of like by like body weight and had like two like totally different bodies by each other. But I didn't tell anybody, you know, Um, but just Mm. the fact of like, even then I had people come up to me and be like, wow, like I never thought that I would like have a picture in a, in a show where, you know, I'm like half naked or that I'm like wearing a bra or or I bought these special underwear for this, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized that I really, really, really just love helping people find that, like that inside that permission you know? Mm. Um, and that has taken me on this crazy trip ride of my life <laughs> that was not planned. <laughs> not planned at all. That is so beautiful, Jasmine. And I think like that's the true essence of what a leader is, is not somebody who just leads and goes by the, by themselves, but takes people alongside with them on the journey. And that's mm-hmm. so special, um, particularly to hear about your parents, because my parents are the same way for me. They Mm -hmm. never let me believe that I wasn't good enough for something, that I couldn't be something. Um, My mom and I watched Distract a lot. So she was always like, if you want to be somebody and you want to go somewhere, Uh we're going to pay attention. Pay attention, girl. And Uh it was just like, it it means a lot to have a family like that and identify with you as a mixed person as well. The experiences of never really fitting into a space and having to carve out what it means to exist as this person. And Mm You know, who do you fit in with? How do you fit in with them? You add in queer, you add in fat. It's like a whole recipe of disaster at some point, but then you find you find joy within it. Um, I, Justin, I hope it's not too audacious to say this as well, but mm-hmm. from my perspective, you came up during the true rise of influencer and content creator. I mean, I remember you on BuzzFeed wow. when it was the only it girl in you know on the block and. Since then, the space has continuously changed so, so much. And mm-hmm. I mean, the rise of the influencer has shifted, content creators have shifted as well. How have you adapted with it as a BFF, as a Black Fat fan? You know what? Um, first of all, you are totally correct. I feel like I was, if we're going by like 
you know, like a graduating class, I feel mm-hmm. like I was one of the, <laughs> the mm. last graduating class before the college shut down, you know? <laughs> oh, God. No, not, not, a, uh, not a DeVry moment. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but you know oh. what I'm saying? I feel like I just yes. made it through. I just mm-hmm. made it through um, because, you know, everything got super saturated and kind of like, I mean, that's how trends go, though, you know, ups and yeah. downs, whatever. Um, but I feel like, you know, I feel like it's been a journey and uh, I don't want to say a game, but kind of as in like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing, but also Mm -hmm. you figure it out Mm -hmm. and you play the game, you know? Um, I feel like when I started out, I was realizing, um, you know, like what hashtags to put, what, um, buying from small black brands, buying from small queer brands. So they would post me and I would Mm -hmm. accept their like free payments for posts. And I'm not saying that's like a good ethical thing to do, but that's what I was doing. You know, Mm -hmm. I was like, Mm -hmm. how do you get seen? Do that. How do, uh, wear this small brand on a Buzzfeed video? Because that creates more and more and more just like, what are the, the smart, I guess, marketing ways. Um, and of course, BuzzFeed, duh, like that's a major catalyst, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but when it came to things that started to change, you know, we see Instagram changing, we see TikTok being introduced, we mm-hmm. see all these other things. Um, to be honest, I'm just kind of like, if I'm going to put it up, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Whatever it is, like I'm gonna a, do it. What what I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna there's some things that I feel like I'll work on and put my heart and soul in and two people will see it and then there'll some things I'll just pick up my phone and be like, Wow, I hate it and then <laughs> post it and everyone's like, Share, share, One share, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So at this point, I'm just kind of like I know authentic is obviously a buzzword, but truly mm. I'm just being me. That's it. Yeah. You know, yeah. actually I, I have a follow up to that because I, I imagine you have a lot of clients working with you and I, you said some really fully aligned with who you are and your values. And I imagine also, I mean, as someone who does this work a little bit himself, like I know some may not, but at the end of the day, like these bills gotta get paid as well. And so, mm-hmm. and I, I know you, I know you might uh, Libra sis. So I hope you might, I feel like you might like, like, like this question, but how do you balance creating for your joy and creating for personal sustainability? Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, to be honest, anybody that I'm partnering with, I believe in and I would use. And mm. that's just like, I, I, actor like you will know (laughs) if I don't like this thing you know and Mm -hmm. so anybody that I get to work with and that is I know that's a very like privileged spot to be in to be able to um like everything that I'm promoting and how I get money you know Mm -hmm. um but I'm not if if I don't mess with it I don't and that's that because my stuff needs to at least be like, I need to be able to say like, yeah, I did use this and it was good. Like I need to be able to, to be honest. 
Um, yes, it's for a check, but that doesn't mean it can't be honest, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Now look now, sometimes you got to speak the truth and shame the devil. Um, <laughs> that's the truth. That, that's it right there. That's the truth right there. Yeah. The truth and shame the devil. And sometimes you have to tell these people, this this product you're giving, sis, is not giving what it's supposed to have given. <laughs> but what you know what? Have given. I feel like as as someone in this industry and y'all i'm interested to know what y'all think this is not my podcast i don't know why i'm, I'm interested I, to know what y'all said, think. let me flip a reverse to y'all real quick take the mic jasmine yes it. it's, go for it <laughs> um i honestly like i don't get your money like i do not care even if if i know full that you hate whatever you're promoting, but you're still getting paid from it, especially being <laughs> a black person, a person yeah. of color, mm. a queer person, a fat person, like anything. If you are getting paid, I'm like, this is not our fault. Like mm. if, if, if great cis white people can be doing this and extorting it, then I'm like, I don't care if you are allergic to peanut butter and you're out here smothering it on your body. Like, go off. I'm going to like it. I hope you're getting paid. Yeah. Not me out here uh, slinging coconut milk knowing damn well I hate it. Uh, <laughs> right? This coconut I'm milk. I'm going to cocoa great. next. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not doing it. No, that, that's a really good point. And I think kind of to this point right in in terms of talking about identity and talking about like brand awareness and all of these other facets of things right that's why i love these conversations because they are so multi-dimensional like you can't come into these conversations just going well i'm this and i'm that and this is how i do it and this is how it works like we sometimes and even for myself so i was immediately when you said this uh last year i did something with the nfl and i got a lot of flack um, and shout out to the people over at, you know, the National Football League, because I understood what they were doing or what they were trying to do. And that was the reason why I said yes to it. Mm-hmm. And they offered me a pretty decent coin to do it. But what mm. I will say is, you know, not I, I, I don't want to shame them because I don't I, I know in my heart of hearts with my team, with everyone that I had talked to, everyone knew we were all on the same page. Yeah. Um, there are moments where you sometimes have to step back with some of these brands who have not done well by us over you know over the years and say they're trying to turn over a new leaf or they're trying something new and they're trying to bring me into the fold and that's okay and so i think that that's where that notion of duality lives within our Mm. lived experience right we can say two things can be true at one time yes this company is really terrible but at the same time they're trying to do better and i want to be a part of that journey if it looks Mm -hmm. good However, mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A, y'all can keep six feet because I uh-uh. have nothing to ever do with y'all. <laughs> nothing, um, nothing. And I'll say Not that mm-hmm. very upfrontly. Like there are brands that I just know off the cusp don't really fuck with us like that. Yeah, and don't like y'all flat are flat tummy tea. Mm-hmm. Stay away. Yeah. Okay. I, please. Mm-hmm. Like We're y'all fine. can keep your distance. That's fine. Like we mm-hmm. have no need for you over here. <laughs> but I guess what I did want to ask you is, is you're thinking about your identity. We're talking about how identity informs your content, right? Um, what has been like, like the greatest joy of using your identity to not only talk about the stuff that people ask you to promote, but really thinking about how your identity informs the content you make around the stuff people ask you to talk about? Um, okay. So honestly, I kind of, I, I, don't get me wrong. Like I love to, for people to see me, sure. 
But I really, really, really love to like have my platform be that for other people, like people that you wouldn't go and see. Like I know that I might be palatable enough for whatever white person that has to see me or like regular ass, like middle of the country person that has to see me. But if on my page, I'm also bringing like other people along with me who they wouldn't see and that can just open more doors for like more acceptance. That's truly what I love. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether that's being able to, like I was able to work with um, Freeform and put on like Mm -hmm. five of my favorite so-and-so, you know, and even getting to work with people like behind the scenes um, or if I was ever in a, I'm casting for like a, a photo shoot or something like you're, I'm, you're going to see everybody. And if you're cool with me, then you can be cool with them and support them while you're at it, you know? Right, so right. I really, um, I love not only being able to show what I'm interested in, but showing like how everybody, whether you think you can relate to someone or not, you, you probably can, you know, mm-hmm. that should be, be relate that should be being related to <laughs> mm-hmm. because there are some people that I'm just like, I'm okay. <laughs> Not that wave. <laughs> she said, "Be blessed, you, beloved." <laughs> stay up. I have to go. Stay up, please. Stay up. But I have to. I have to excuse myself. That wave again. Listen, y'all can't see that wave, but that wave is giving me everything it needs to give. That, no, that wave was like the physical manifestation of that's not my journey. Very much so. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I'm I'm hearing from you, Jasmine, is like what I you're you're demonstrating that being this person, this person who has a status persona, like you are also a community builder as well. And that and you take that so seriously in the work that you do and that you and that you post and that you promote and you show. And I'm I'm curious to go a little bit more personal with you because being oh. a public person, <laughs> I love games but people. Being a public yeah. person can mean that like everyone wants to be your friend. Like everyone, want, everyone wants to know you. Everyone wants to glow. We like we all know there there, there are some soul suckers, or energy leeches in the world that want to like drain you. What you mm-hmm. have, both of your joy and your status. And so I'm I'm curious to ask you, how do you create space for you to exist joyously in your community? Oh, I feel like well, one to just um like reiterate your point of even if you're not even a public figure people Mm. who look like us are the people like people attract to us period Mm. and that Mm. is like people that are just like dope (laughs) people Mm. that are just like a a sheer confidence to them Mm. they're gagging you know and so I feel like so many people can relate to that, whether people know you or not. It's very odd. Um, but I feel the thing. I don't know. I feel like I am pretty comfortable. Um, there's obviously a wall of like some things that I'm like, you know, keeping that space and privacy, but for the most part, especially in places where there are other 
fat people, where there are other queer people and where there are other black people and people of color, I feel like things, I I, I feel very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, now, take me to like a mall and I'm like, <laughs> don't touch me! <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I feel like publicly the only thing that I think has actually changed is a little bit more with my closer friendships I feel Mm. like in the past two years I have done a lot of work to see um like who is showing up for me as much as I'm showing up for them okay you know uh go ahead take us to church (laughs) go ahead and and it's been it's been hard You know, I think especially after the last two years, I Mm. haven't had to worry about like the outside world as Mm. much, but Mm. the people that I'm actually letting in and I'm realizing like, oh, like, I feel like shit when we leave this conversation or why am I bending over all this Mm -hmm. much for you and Mm. nothing's being reciprocated, you know, Um, Mm. and that has been so tough. That has been yeah. so hard. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I literally like, yes, godding everything that you're saying, because I think that's the thing. Like, so I saw I, and I was I was looking for the perfect moment to in, like to literally like <laughs> flip it like Beyonce and try to interpolate something into this conversation. And it hit. <laughs> so I have a friend that I follow on uh, Twitter and she had posted something a couple weeks ago and she had said, everybody tells you to believe in yourself until you actually mm-hmm. do when you find success. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a very interesting thing. Yeah. Because I, I will say like, even with just, you know, we're on our fourth podcast episode, right? But mm-hmm. I even just think with the way that this podcast is being received and the way that people are talking about stuff around me and Jordan, there's been a very interesting shift. And I say shift loving mm. with some of the people who I thought I was very, very, very close to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm noticing that the relationships are uh, are changing, but I'm also I also will find too, um, and and I'll say this: they're going to be um, people on the show in a couple of weeks, like friends like my friend Travell and friends like my friend Jared and some of my friends mm-hmm. like XD and Jay. Like they've literally stepped up and they said, mm-hmm. "Let's, su- I'm going to support you." Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And so it's nice to see like the people who need to step back have stepped back, yeah. And the people who are really like I never thought would step up have stepped up. Yeah. So. That is, that is the damn truth. And for those people that are stepping up, it Mm -hmm. feels so good. It's like, yes, my circle has gotten smaller, but it has gotten stronger. And that's, Mm. that's important, you know? Who as one of my one of my dear friends, Jen says, "Ain't no squares in my circle," and that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Look, that's you true. tell her to say that again. Put that on the shirt, girl. girl that's why I'm like, Jerry, make you money, girl. Get some merch. Ain't no squares in my circle. <laughs> yes, you some merch, girl. Yep. That is that is super it, super it. Um, Absolutely. So I wanted to ask you, you know, kind of quickly as we're kind of like wrapping down this segment. I did want to ask you, I think, you know, for myself, right. So I am fortunate to like, look to folks like yourself. Uh, you know, we, we talked about Dexter last week. We have a lot of in uh, black fat fans who are really creating space mm. for themselves in this industry. And what, and I say this industry, whether it be music, whether it be dance, whether it be fashion, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, and, and I wanted to think about, or I wanted to ask a question in regards to 
companies that come to you and say, hey, we want to work with you or companies you reach out to and say, I would love to work with you. Um, and the response you get is we don't know what to do with you when mm-hmm. it comes to content or trying to center the the elements of your, or I would say uh, center the intersections of your identity mm-hmm. um, as a black fat femme person. So um, has that happened to you? I don't want to assume that that has, but if you've dealt with companies that have said like, oh, we don't know what to do, or we don't know, you know, where to put you or who to put you with, um, how do you step over that to find success? I'm, I am, I feel so stupid that no that has not happened to me and i assume that it has happened for a lot of fucking people Mm -hmm. and that's fucking gross this is your job what do you mean (laughs) you don't know that is that is very messed up um i am sorry if that has happened to either one of you or anybody who's listening (laughs) that is fucked up and Oh my gosh, I feel like the only thing kind of similar to that I can even relate to is Mm. someone when a company like kind of doesn't trust, not trust my word, but trust my vision because Mm. it's different, you know? Mm -hmm. And on the other side of things, I've done like diversity and inclusion, um, like training, whatever, (laughs) um, consulting, um, at companies before <laughs> um and even talking to to brands that are reaching out to people and even just letting them know like hey you sent me this whole like whole package about everything this whole brief and there is no fat people in it and there are no black people in it wow. like how are you supposed to see me making the correct content for you when you don't even see me in your ideas like this is this is not what it's gonna be you know um so Mm -hmm. i feel like conversations uh i feel like that should be an expectation now but we all know it's not um if that were to ever happen to me um I feel like it's like a, a, not a give and take, but you know, I'm a Libra. I'm never decided. There's one hand of like, you know, you can mold yourself to fit into that company. And mm-hmm. I don't, um, judge anybody who does that, especially if it's for a check, I really don't because people do it all the damn time. You know, you're not the first, you're not the last. Um, granted, I do think there is change that needs to happen, but I'm not going to put that change on like, a fat black person i'm not gonna put that change Mm. on you know somebody that is disabled i'm not i'm not gonna put that change on minority groups you know Mm. that doesn't that's not our job that's not how exactly the change is going to happen you know um but if you are in the position where somebody literally says to you we don't know then what the fuck (laughs) like okay (laughs) First of all, all right, it's, it would either be like, all right, bet, let me show you, or like, then you're right, you don't deserve me. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. And I love that you're saying that. Sorry, I didn't want to. No, go ahead. ahead. I don't want to step on you, uh, Joho, but I will say that I think to the, I, I, the reason why I, I put this question here is I had saw something yesterday on social from uh, the person. I don't, I think their name is Amani, but I think they go by crutches and spice. They're the very, oh, yes. very 
famous um, person who talks about accessibility and they were talking about a brand. I, I won't say the brand, so that way we don't have to do it legal. Um, but they were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I get this all the time. They'd be like, girl, be careful about who you mention on your show because this is a big network and we don't want to do it legal. So they get it. I told them, so I'm going to leave them out of the conversation. Um, but they were talking about it. And if you go to their, you know, if you go to their, I think, TikTok or if you go to their Instagram or even I think their Twitter, you can see what the conversations are around this brand and the accessibility, but it's just very interesting to me. And that's, like I said, the reason why I posited that question that we see a lot of brands saying, oh, we love to work with, you know, diverse, and I hate that word diverse, but we love to work with diverse, mm -hmm. you know, influencers or creators mm -hmm. or whatever. And then when it comes time to work with them or create the content, no one knows what they're doing. Like literally yeah. no one knows what they're doing. And it's because like you said, I love that you made that mention of you're the person that's getting paid to know what to do with someone like myself. And so that's wild. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, it boggles me. It really does. Like, how are you in your job? How that, that part really, how are you in your job? How do you yeah. still work? I mean, but, but also Jasmine, I mean, like it's, it is really, it's beautiful that it hasn't happened to you. And I'm really happy to hear right. that. Like, it also shouldn't have to happen to, to anybody, period. So I'm really happy to hear that it hasn't happened to you. And with, like, I'm not trying, I would love to ask then, what's the best project that you've worked on? And what about it made it feel so great? And within that question, what can brands learn or do to make sure that they're working with Black, Black, queer content creators in a really equitable way? Um, I'll answer that last part first, just because this was on my mind. Um, yeah. I really, I mean, even starting with seeing diversity in your brief, <laughs> it's something <laughs> so small that really, really can, and I'm not saying like, it's a small task, like you're putting the brief together anyway, you know, like make it different. If you're doing, if you're showing some like athletic, whatever, try a whole bunch of different body sizes, try a whole bunch of different, whatever, like it, it shouldn't all look the same anyway, especially if you're really about being inclusive or whatever. Um, and second of all, to both of you that were saying this a little bit earlier, um, if you are a company that wants to work with different people, then you know, your audience is, beautiful great understand that you know the nfl has done some wrong and you know it can do forward it can move forward and change but there has to be a compensation for that like right. you i need to be paid 5k extra for emotional labor i oh, need no. to be paid yes. um and, and that's that's true because the nfl doesn't go home and be like oh they called me this and told me I was going to die. Um, but we have to read that and whether it affects you or not, that should, it, it's in there somewhere. And the fact that you have to decide if it affects you or not. So I feel like brands that are trying to expand and, you know, reach more of their audiences, there also has to be a type of emotional compensation and also you need to be in the comments defending these people that that you have worked with. Mm. And mm. that's it. Let them know, yes. Um, but with that being said, I feel like the the brand that I work with and I absolutely love, Target is like one of my favorite brands to work with. Oh, Target. 
they are so detail oriented, which, you know, I'm not great at, but um, (laughs) they are so open to whatever my vision is, whatever, whoever I want to put in it, blah, 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 like great, always supportive. Mm. Um, Also, I love like free form. I feel like mm. they have done a huge change mm. um, in the past few years from going from like, you know, more of a family, whatever, to mm. being like, um, show me yeah. the titties. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit forward, as they say. I mean, that's a lot forward. Yes, right? Right? <laughs> a lot forward over there on Facebook <laughs> now. Oh, Especially after in- 10 p.m. Right, and their Instagram is ran by like a black queer woman, and I'm like, absolutely, you know, um, those are the two sticking out the most. That I'm like, those are the ones that I feel so comfortable with. Never met these people, walk on set, and I'm like, family, like I, I, I love it. Mm. I love that so much. Um, well, yeah. And so I think that kind of like, you know, putting a cute little, you know, bow on this conversation, I think you've offered a lot of the listeners a lot to think about, especially a lot, some of our listeners, and I'll say this, they're kind of coming up the same trajectory that you and Jordan are kind of on in terms of like being in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. I think it's really, really great to think about the ways that you Mm -hmm. can kind of honor yourself, honor who you are, honor all of the things that you bring to the table but then at the same time, kind of set limitations and set kind of like, this is what I will do. And this is what I'm not going to do yeah. um, as you're kind of building your brand. So I, I I will say this again. Thank you, Jasmine, for offering us that. We did want to um, offer the opportunity for you to stick around. So we wanted yes. to ask, will you be okay with sticking with us for the next couple of minutes? as we Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Okay, cool. So listeners, we are going to spend more time with Jasmine. Um, and we, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to go love yourself this week. We'll be Ooh. back. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. 
and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. So this week for Go Love Yourself, uh, and considering it's my birthday, I wanted to talk about our younger selves, right? Um, specifically since I feel like for like the last couple of weeks, I've been seeing a lot of people saying like, my younger self would be so proud of me now. Um, mm -hmm. Or a lot of people referring to their younger self and saying, if I had a chance to talk to my younger self, this is the advice that I'd give them, yada, yada, mm -hmm. yada. Um, so I wanted to dish, you know, I wanted to ask this week for our next segment for Go Love Yourself. What is something that your younger self might be proud of? And for me, I'm going to hit the trigger warning a little bit on the top because I am going to talk about ideations, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm also mm -hmm. going to try to do this part without crying. And oh, I know don't make me cry. Can't be doing it now. No, in episode four, I already be on the verge of tears. 
Um, but I guess going again, obviously it is my birthday. And so I'm, I'm always emotional around my birthday for some reason or another. Um, I think my younger self would be so proud that I'm still here. Um, oh gosh. Um, I I don't want to say already, but I'm, I know, but we're all, y'all are going to go through it with me. Um, but I think growing up at times and feeling like I didn't want to be here. And then now you have people like, Saucy Santana, I don't always listen to their music, but like seeing them in the public eye, like seeing how people are responding to P Valley and then like seeing so many other people, like knowing I get this pot, like I get to do this podcast with another black fat femme person and knowing that my network is so supportive of everything that we do. Um, shit, it is just so validating. And so I guess the, the the thing I will say, like, in terms of, like, my go love yourself and my younger self, I'm just happy to be alive. And mm-hmm. I know that there are not a lot of people who can say that or a lot of people who feel that. But mm-hmm. I think that that's genuinely, like, as I'm thinking about kind of, like, my birthday wish and all of these different things, right, I'm thinking about how I'm validating this idea that I am just so happy to be where I am currently. So I wanted to ask you, Jasmine, Joho, like, how are you validating your younger mm. selves today for this go love yourself segment first of all not you pulling a drag race in my final moment <laughs> like, oh shit and like i'm mean, each listeners we're literally all actually crying <laughs> like, we literally are all in tears we are all in tears Ooh, i'm so sorry my eyeball with my nail i will yeah. say i i do love this question and um i'm I'm curious if y'all did this in 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 your when you were in school, but in my freshman year of high school, we actually wrote letters to ourselves that would be sent ten Ooh. years later. And so mm. I I had gotten mine in 2019, and it was so so wild. Um, my younger self could really not have imagined this, and it wasn't tapped into possibility in the way that I am now. Mm. Um, and yet, like here we are. Like as I said in the first episode, Hanani is the the Jewish word of like I have arrived or I am here, and it's a de- declaration of survival against all, all odds. And I just I didn't I didn't imagine a world like my world as queer. I didn't imagine it like without without my dad. I didn't imagine it living in SoCal, being uh-huh. fat, and yet like all these things divinely appeared. And I I fully believe that younger Jordan would be so proud of everything. He made possible for himself and so i do want to yeah. say to young jordan but i love him for choosing to be here even in the moments that he did not want to because mm-hmm. that really made him a stronger and better and more wholesome person so thank you for that question but also fuck you for that question I don't know. <laughs> y'all asked me to stay and then made me cry <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm like, so oh, sorry. I'm so excited for this segment. Oh and then we're, tears. Yeah. We're all balling. Can we keep and have some fun with Literally. us? <laughs> gotcha. <Yeah. laughs> but what about Ooh. you, Jasmine? <sighs> oh. I think there's kind of like two things that come to my mind, which is the first and foremost, uh, very similar to y'all. Like, I don't even know if younger Jasmine could have dreamt this, you know, like I, yeah, I don't even know if, if you would have told me this is the, how my life has gone up until me being 31 years old, I would have been like, 
what the fuck? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, wild. Um, But also, I think, you know, as as I started this out being a little bit deep, um, there were so many things in my childhood and in my environment, not necessarily like my home environment, but just society, like where I was Mm -hmm. raised Mm -hmm. that I didn't put together until I'm healing through it now. And Mm. I feel like being a child and kind of like automatically gaslighting myself, you know, Mm. into thinking like, you know, this is this isn't on them it's on me you know this isn't you're in control you know you can you can do this if you act a certain way this is how it's supposed to be you know when in all reality like people affect you and I was trying not to give that to people but I've I have had to realize that and I've had to to go through that healing Um, But also not getting mad at myself for responding to things how I did. Um, I feel like even in like my early 20s, I know this isn't like younger, younger Jasmine, but in my early 20s, I had some friends that like treated me not great. And I put it on myself on like, okay, now you know what they're capable of, you know? Now, now, you know how they can hurt you. And I look back now as I'm going through this healing and therapy of being like, okay, that wasn't the move, but also that was the move I needed at that time. That's how I needed to move forward, you know, and that's not the truth for forever, but I needed that to make myself strong to be able to go through that now and realize like, no, those are just shitty people, you know? Um, So yeah, I feel like my younger self would be proud of actually processing my feelings and emotions. Mm. Shout out to all of our younger selves for like, not only just the notion of growth, but like I even think about even just being in college, the things that I went through in college. Right. And, now looking back at those things and being like the, all of those things were like precursors and setups to this moment that I currently have of being able to be like, okay, I see, you know, real, what they say, real eyes recognize real lies. Like I'm able to see the real eyes. I'm able to see with real eyes, but ultimately too, like there's so many little things Mm. that I thought I wouldn't be able to get over. And now they're like, they set the precipice for me to be able to, think bigger and think larger and be able to like live in the moments where I feel like I get this. So y'all, this, this segment, this segment was everything. It did exactly what I needed it to do. I am sorry that I took y'all there, but you know, eventually we were going to get there one of these episodes. It's true. Somebody was going to cry. This was actually a promo for our new podcast, Black Space, to talk about therapy. That is what we're all here for, okay? Right, right. So this this is actually a promo for our new podcast called Healing at the Intersections. Um, No, I'm just kidding. With with that said, y'all, we're going to take one more break, but we'll be right back in just a second. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. 
celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. 
It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So as we get into our yes ma'ams and our no ma'am pams this week, um, you already know where I'm going. My <laughs> yes ma'ams for this week is definitely the only yes ma'am that I'm giving is to Renaissance, period. I don't need to say uh, nothing okay. else. It is giving me the ooh-ah-ah sensation. It's really just, for me, it's the love of artistry. It's the jabs back at the media and the people who try to make Beyonce feel bad about all of the love that she not only has for herself, but for her family, for her blackness, for mm-hmm. just everything that Beyonce and her and, and her being is, which I like to call her bad assness. I think mm. that this for me is just, it's a time that I think we're starting to see people kind of like, while I was listening to Renaissance and there were little things that she said throughout the album, I'm learning and I'm listening as someone who's hoping to one day be as successful, that there is this conversation of no matter how big you get, there's going to always be someone who tries to make you feel small. And so mm-hmm. I think that, that, mm-hmm. that is what the message of Renaissance is, right? Like I have to be my biggest fan if I'm going to continue to be successful because everyone yes. and their mama is going to try to tear me down. Um, I also did want to shout out. So you always, I always talk about how one day I'm going to meet Beyonce and I truly believe this. Um, I wanted to shout out my friend Carice, who uh, my friend Carice Smith, they got to work with her on the song Cozy as well as wow. T.S. Madison. Yes. Um, mm. they got to lay some vocals down for that song. Um, iconic. and I'm just, I'm right. Mm. It's iconic. But the wild. Even, we were in the text chain. So I knew about the split a couple weeks ago. Corey said, text everyone in our text chain. Like, Hey, you know, just an FYI, my song might be on her album, but I'm not sure. And I was like, Oh, okay. Cute girl. And then when it dropped, they text again and they said, I got my split last night. And I was just like, bet like the <laughs> price went up. Like literally, the, wow! Because they are literally credited on her album. So shout out to Carice. I'm so proud of you, girl. Like words oh, can't. Oh. Like I remember us sitting in Temecula, you telling us about the the idea of you possibly being on the album and <sighs> it happening. Like you literally manifested it. So um, really excited for that. And then my also another yes man for this week is my friend Ryan, um, who was on the show last week. Yes, let's go. They interviewed Saucy yes. Santana this week. So I don't know if you I saw it. I saw. I sure did. Yes. Yes. I want Chanel Nine Boots. Um, <laughs> and so I just wanted to, <laughs> so I wanted to say big shout out to Ryan Mitchell. You continue to be the blueprint and we love you. And I, mm. I'm just so happy. Um, I also did want to say, T.S. Girl, if you ever hear this episode or Saucy, uh, return our emails, girl. We've been in your email box. <laughs> We would love for you to be over on this show talking cash shit with us. We please, mm-hmm. please, please, like, please, just return. Please, you. 
we need you. We got two episodes in the season that don't have guests. We would love to have you. Um, <laughs> so I just had to plug that. And then uh, my no man Pams for this week. Um, bottom line, people who don't like Beyonce, people who do the sneak diss, I, I, I catch it. I do catch mm. it. There are the people who, especially with this whole um, with this whole situation of supposedly, oh, you're supposed to be, you know, black woman positive and you're not giving people credit. Um, mm. Just like my friend Steven said last night on Twitter, people need to understand how the industry works. If you don't have credit, you don't have credit. So why mm. am I going to call you to give you credit when you don't even own the song? No shade. Oh. I'm just mm. saying that's how the uh, that's how the industry works. Uh, you don't okay. own it, you don't own it. Um, and so that's really how the industry works. So I just wanted to say no man Pam to the people who talk a lot of mess about Beyonce and about her artistry when they are not doing anything to make this world better. They probably don't wash <laughs> their legs or their feet um and are trying to take the joy out of this album for people like shit. Like we've had a rough two and a half years. Can you just let us have something? Can we just be happy? Please. The truth. So right. that's literally where I'm at. What about you, Joho? I would say, uh, okay. I mean, it's an OES, ma'am. It would not be a black fat femme podcast if we did not both praise the art that is Renaissance. I mean, she said yeah. this is this is for the ball girls and the ball girls only. Yeah. Like, not only is this album for the gays. Not only, <laughs> not only is this album black as fuck. It's queer as fuck. It makes me want to dance all night with the girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, monkey pox and run, run be damned. That's how it makes me how it makes you feel. I won't do it because I ain't trying to get sick no right. more. Them viruses is not my friends. But Love I just it. have to say yes, ma'am, to that. Yes, ma'am, to Yonsei's uncle Johnny of Blessed Memory, whom she's mentioned several times now, who clearly served as a blueprint for the influence that she's received from queer and ball culture. I thank mm-hmm. him for providing her a platform and stage and record to share with us in his memory. I also will say, cause I don't want the, I want this to, 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 to slip by. I guess ma'am to keep to Kiki, keep a fucking bag of Palmer yes. herself to the world. When she said, baby, this is Kiki Palmer. And people were like, with her breakout role, she said, bitch, I've been broken out. And I was right. like, y'all, right. how did y'all miss a killing the beat? How did y'all, y'all miss noise? How did y'all yeah. miss true Jackson VP? Like, so, so I originally was going to say, I, I have, I have, I have no, no ma'am hams because honestly, ain't nobody worth my time and energy in the spirit of Beyonce's green earth. But I will say no ma'am ham to the folks who were trying to act like Kiki Palmer was, has not been that girl since the beginning. She's, she's been keeping a bag. And as Beyonce says, the last line of her song, I'm in my bag, 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 bag. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. yes. What about you, Jasmine? Oh, I love this. Um, Following along Kiki Palmer, I'm going to give a yes ma'am to the movie Nope. Um, I saw it. I, I, I might even go back and see it again. I am obsessed with it. It is art. It is, it is absolutely beautiful. I'm very, very excited for that. Um, and for everybody to see it. Um, also a yes ma'am. I, I don't know if this is exactly how you pronounce her, but Lux Idaria or Lux Idaria. Um, she sells like bundles of hair with like glitter tinsel in them. So I bought like nine packs and I'm getting <laughs> yes. my hair done tonight with it. I and live. I am so yeah. excited. Yes, I'm so I mean, excited. I like to see it, baby. I know. Yes. I'm like, yes. Oh, I was like, you know, this is the last kind of like fun thing I'm going to do in the summer. Let right. me get some like sparkly different colors. Mm. So I'm very excited for that. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to jo- join it. 
I'm going to join in on the no man panda. Anybody, like, stop being a hater on anything. Yeah. Stop. Just please. Mind your that business. Part. That Let part. people live. Money is business free. Minding exactly. your business is free, but also minding the business that pays you. Okay. It's also a thing, right? And a lot okay. of people are not getting paid for their yep. opinions. It's so true. I like to say, please keep them if mm-hmm. they're not paying you. No one needs them. <laughs> no we one don't. needs them. Not really. a damn person. <laughs> so really with that being said, thank you everybody for, I mean, and I say everybody as Joho and Jasmine, y'all have been the like this has been that episode that has really taken me there along with all the past episodes so if you haven't had a chance mm. to listen to our previous episodes please go back listen get your life um it's 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 really been a really great time to um really to just be alive right in the last couple of months i've been really mm. feeling my oats and knowing that i'm in the right place with the right people um we would love to hear your thoughts about our past episodes or even this episode um and so please send us an email at blackfatfempod at gmail.com that's b-l-a-c-k fat femme f-e-m-m-e pod at gmail.com you can also send us your thoughts via social media by interacting with our post on instagram and twitter by using the handle at bl k fat fem pod um that's blk fat f-e-m-m-e pod um i also want to tr- um i also want to say please make sure that you go on to a- apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts on your um preferred apple or android device and rate us five stars <laughs> we would love for you all to rate us five Come stars on, inclusion. <laughs> i love the visibility <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Windows Phone and ignore Android, <laughs> but uh, I know Jordan would be in the like chat, being like, "Girl, I know you didn't just diss that me part. again. I love to sneak diss Jordan <laughs> with the Android situation." Um, but thank you, uh, our guest Jasmine, for being here and dealing with our foolishness today. Jasmine, can you tell us where people can find you? First of all, thank y'all for having me. Truly, this was an enlightenment to my whole week. So I appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. And again, for this platform and the work that both of you are doing together and separate. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Jasmine J and TikTok is thick talk. And it has like <laughs> four eyes in there. <laughs> yeah. You're famous. So people will find you if they need to. Yeah. That and part, I will make that. sure that I put it in the credits <laughs> to make sure that people know where to get you. Joho, where can people find you? Girls, you can find me at Joho Daniels across all socials, except LinkedIn. I do keep it classy there. You can visit my <laughs> website, which is known to myself to say, girl, update it at www.jordandaniels.com. Otherwise, you will find me at Taco Bell, stuff in my face with bean burritos, blasting pure honey. Okay. I love to Go see off. it. And- and 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 side note last week i had the audacity to go to taco bell <gasps> twice yeah oh, and they twice. did not have the box that i was looking for so i'm not shitting on taco bell i want to make that very clear <laughs> that i'm still gonna go to taco bell my thing is i'm gonna need to find that chalupa box that they have because that's that eight dollar <laughs> box that's a good situation they're and giving the everything i need them to give mm-hmm. look, look Honey, I stay hungry. <laughs> I need to go there um, after this recording. I know. Um, y'all are me. like, I'm like. <laughs> Mouth is salvating, child. Um, as for me, you know, you can always find me at your local Krispy Kreme 
or tiptoeing past the Louis Vuitton store. Yes. Uh, you can also find me on social media by using the handle at Dr. John Paul and also by visiting www.drjohnpaul.com. Um, I wanted to take the opportunity to thank our producer, Tari Harrison, yes. and our team over at iHeartMedia and our editor, Chris Rogers, for all the amazing work that you do. Um, this has been another show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And please go tell your white neighbors to do something about white supremacy because we are all tired. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. <laughs> I can't. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.